My oldest son, Meir, is studying at a yeshiva in Israel. This past week, a great elderly sage, albeit a more obscure individual who most listeners will not have heard of, passed away. His name was Rabbi Avraham Erlinger, author of roughly 20 scholarly tomes, and he was just shy of 90 years old when he succumbed to COVID. Mayer called me the day after the funeral, which he attended along with his whole school, as is customary upon the death of a great Torah luminary, to share that just the night before, he had been studying a passage of Talmud and had raised a question that his teacher told him was discussed by none other than Rabbi Erlinger himself. Mayer was quite moved at the timing, literally hours before the great rabbi's passing. At the massive funeral procession, as it wound its way through the streets of Jerusalem, he was able to push his way through the crowd and up to the coffin to walk right beside it and pay his respects. Aside from the eerie juxtaposition of these events, I was struck by another aspect of the story. The extensive and pronounced honor accorded an elderly man known to most people, and certainly to my son and his peers, only through his books. And this anecdote is hardly anomalous. The common religious practice of rising to honor an elder, and especially a scholar who passes by, mandated by biblical injunction, both communicates and ingrains a reverence for those advanced in years. Meanwhile, the timing of my son's experience was uncanny for me as well, since our exact topic of the Maimonides program this week was how ancient values and wizened people can inform our modern lives. We explored whether and how old ideas and personalities bear relevance in our contemporary milieu. Indeed, as we argued in our student discussion, Judaism's reverence for the aged runs counter to prevailing attitudes that celebrate youthfulness, seek to impede the appearance of aging through countless products and interventions, and romanticize the elusive fountain of youth. In fact, when I asked the participants what sources they turned to for guidance or to discover purpose in life, many of them listed peers, books, media, or their own intuition. But none listed older mentors. A confounding Talmudic passage directly connected to this week's Torah portion lends depth to this topic. Up until Abraham, there were no external signs of aging. People were unable to distinguish between Abraham and Isaac. Eventually, Abraham prayed and aging was introduced. However we understand this description in rationalistic terms, the metaphor is puzzling. Why would the appearance of old age have been concealed initially? And why, for certain, would Abraham have sought to change that? After all, consider how shockingly contrary this runs to our current ethos. Today, while aging is inescapable, an entire longevity movement seeks to combat that reality. And yet, what to most people remains a begrudging fact of life, an unwelcome bug, to Abraham was a feature. Our default position militates against the wrinkles of time. If we could look at 80 as we did at 20, or at least at 40, most of us would be quite pleased. Abraham, in his sagacity, understood that in fact we need life's symbols of aging so that we can know where to turn for wisdom and guidance. How else might we distinguish among a world full of otherwise identically appearing people? Of course, the mere passage of time does not automatically endow one with exceptional insight. But presuming that one spends their years learning from their own forebears and recalibrating after their own travails, one can achieve an extraordinary measure of understanding to pay forward to the next generation. Moreover, the specter of one's approaching demise invariably bestows a level of perspective and focus 
difficult to access, absent such conditions. As French essayist Joseph Joubet once wrote, Old age deprives the intelligent man only of qualities useless to wisdom. As we will read next week, Abraham expired and died in a good old age, old and satisfied. This founding father of our people, instilled within our collective consciousness, from our very inception, a sense of veneration for our elder statesmen and a yearning to draw from their hard-dug wells of wisdom. Shabbat Shalom.